So hello there listeners welcome back to the podcast podcast 360 where we talk about football and all the stuff related to football so last episode we talked about messi going to psg uh, we talked with the fans some fans uh, and uh, we uh, reviewed the community shield where leicester won and we also previewed the upcoming super cup which is happening between chelsea and villarreal so as i mentioned at the start of the last episode we are pending on a episode under the pre season segment so yeah this is the seg- uh, episode we are going to be reviewing the pre season segment here with this with, with our two guest uh, eric supporting leipzig he's the uh, he's first he, this is his first appearance in the podcast so and we have aaron here uh, who aaron who talk uh, he talked about atletico the last episode and he is here to talk about his own team dortmund so eric why don't you give us a short introduction about yourself yeah hello everyone my name is eric i'm 23 years old uh, from germany from the leipzig area supporting ob leipzig for likely 11 years now uh, i went to my first ob game in 2010 and yeah witnessed the uprising from the regional league in fourth tier to the bundesliga and the champions league um yeah that's uh, all i can say about me right now yeah great to have another international guest here rick joining us on board so let me ask aaron here about his history on supporting dortmund yeah so my name is aaron philip i spoke last in the episode about la liga the transfers for atletico de madrid and uh, their preseason matches so uh, i've been a dortmund supporter since 2012 so it's nine been nine years and um, yeah so balaji is also a dortmund supporter like me so he only introduced me to this podcast yeah yeah it's great to bring all the fans together uh, yeah so let us get straight into the episode so first of all let us talk about the transfer news that transfers that's going on because the window is not closed so leipzig uh, supporter uh, erik so your thoughts on the transfers so far yeah um pretty crazy what's going on in this uh, transfer window um when i think over Messi moving uh, loan free from Barcelona to PSG who, who will who would ever have thought on that three years ago um, that he might leave uh, Barcelona one day it was uh, yeah almost unbelievable uh, when I when I first heard the news that uh, they denied to extend his contract uh, although they had that things set up already so yeah that's pretty awesome i think and the other transfers um yeah jens patauge from milan to frankfurt today maybe uh, that's also a good move um i didn't uh, saw how the playing last season because i wasn't that into football uh, when uh, the games without audience went on so <laughs> that's is pretty interesting how he will make himself at frankfurt yeah 
that's all I can say about the transfers right now. <laughs> yeah, your thoughts on the Leipzig transfers? Leipzig, uh, like Andre Silva to Leipzig. Yeah, what's your thoughts on the buy? Yeah, uh, that we got Silva is my is maybe the final replacement for Timo Werner. Um, if I remember last season's all the uh, goals which fall away, um, which had fallen away um, through the transfers of Werner and Chick. We compensated this with the whole team squad. Um, and yeah, Silva is maybe um, good, a good striker which can help, who can help us to score many goals uh, yet in, in the season to come. Um, what I think about is, and that makes me pretty nervous. How uh, will uh, how many players will leave us um, in this transfer window again? Because um, Zabitza rumors to Bayern still going, and Solid is maybe also out of the squad and will be sold or get on loan uh, to another club. Also, Wang and Lukman, that's pretty pretty. Yeah, um, unknown what this uh, what this future in the transfer window still holds for us. I think it will be, yeah, maybe a solid loan, and because I'm with solid, we've already five strikers for next season, and that's uh, pretty much one will uh, be out of them for sure. I don't know who. Yeah, for me, the Leipzig transfer window so far, it's been great because they lost the likes of uh, Topomecano, Ibrahim Akonate last season to Liverpool and Bayern respectively. So, I think they done pretty good in replacing them with some unknown commodity like Grival Diolo. Sorry if I'm butchering his name. And yeah, Mohamed Simakan. Yeah. Yeah. The, those two boys are so great because yeah. they both are respectively 19 years and 21 years. So, they are doing the business like Dortmund. Yeah, coming to Dortmund, uh, our team. So, let me ask Aaron here on our transfer window so far. Yeah, so the transfer window for Dortmund was uh, quite straightforward. Like, we needed a keeper because uh, Berkey wasn't cutting it. So, recently his form has been quite bad. So, we were in the market for a new goalkeeper and we, we got... We saw interest in um, Gregor Kobel, so we uh, so we bought him, and uh, also we needed someone to replace Sancho because uh, what a loss he is like for the Bundesliga in general and for Dortmund. So since he's left, uh, we needed a replacement, and I think we found it in uh, Daniel Malen, but we'll have to see. He still not played a single game in the Bundesliga. Uh, I think. This transfer window, it's been crazy for all the clubs around the Euro. Coming to Dortmund, a lot of players have been linked to getting a move away from the club. Like Thomas Delaney, uh, he has some interest from the Premier League club. So, your thoughts on Delaney leaving? Yeah, I guess uh, Delaney, uh, he has some interest from Southampton uh, in the Premier League. 
but I'm not really seeing him moving because he's. I feel like he's an integral part of the Dortmund squad right now. And uh, if he leaves, we lack quite a lot of depth in uh, the central defensive midfield position. So I don't see him moving. But if a proper offer comes in, I think he will. Uh, and another hopeful move is uh, for Nico Schulz. He came to Dortmund with much, uh, with much pomp, and but I think he's disappointed a bit. And uh, so the club are trying to sell him and to replace him with the uh, Halstenberg. But uh, now the window is closing and time is we're losing time. So I'm not so sure about the viability of that move. Because uh, if Schulz does not leave, then uh, Dortmund has no more business in the transfer market. This uh, transfer market. Yeah, Dortmund are close to signing Merrick Demiral on a loan. But he decided to move to Atlanta. So that broke both of our hearts. Because we need someone at the back, <laughs> a strong guy. Yeah, your thoughts on... Uh, yeah, so Hummels is getting old. So we need to replace someone. Yeah, so and uh, we got uh, Kuli Ballet from uh, uh, PSG Youth. So that's also quite a steal. So I think lots of uh, French youngsters in the Bundesliga in general. So in Leipzig and in Dortmund. So, yeah, uh, so it's, uh, the... it's good that, that we're getting lots of youngsters. Yeah, both, so yeah. both uh, Leipzig, Dortmund and also Bayern are attracting lots of youngsters from France especially. And I feel like it's good for the Bundesliga that we're able to attract so much talent from France. Yeah, not only France, but especially uh... Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so moving on to the... Moving from the transfer news, we talked about some news pertaining to their clubs. So let's go to the... Because... Uh, the, the German season kicked off with the DFB Pokal. So, let me ask Eric here on his team, Leipzig. They won against uh, a lower league team. So, your thoughts on the win? Yeah, I think Eric saw the match yeah. live because I saw on his Instagram stories, he went to the match for the, he went to the match as a spectator. So, your thoughts? How, was, how, how are you feeling to be back in the stadium watching the team play yeah obviously we talk about the cup away game from RB Leipzig and Sandhausen on the weekend now um yeah it was um it was shortly before begin of August was it was clear that um Sandhausen would give uh, some away tickets being that was the point when I realized that I haven't been at a cup game since maybe uh, already two years. Uh, the last one was in Wolfsburg in October 2019 when Abi uh, won uh, with 6-1, I think. Yeah. And so, yeah, I went with uh, Buster a trip of 17 hours, um, including the game and going back to Leipzig off it. And yeah. The game was great. Uh, although Sandhausen is a second Bundesliga team and not really an opponent for us, uh, it was a truly good game and it was clearly visible that Marsh is getting his DNA of the game and implement 
implanted in the team. Uh, we were truly serious in all our chances and had much opportunities to score goals. It could have been even a higher result than no for out of the Sandhausen view. Um, but yeah, the atmosphere was great. I heard from many of my friends after the game that uh, the Leipzig fans were the only ones who were uh, present in the TV through their chants, their uh, clapping and so on. And yeah, it was a great, great, uh, great day. But what I also, um, what also was good is that Marsh is trying to get the youngsters in. Um, at the Sandhausen game on weekend, we had uh, the youngest RB debutant ever on a pitch uh, in the last 10 minutes, Sydney Rebiger, who is 16 years old at the time. And he played good. He played very well. There were many, many good uh, youngsters in the RB squad now, which are uh, talented, which are, which may are even able to uh, compete with Bundesliga players. Um, yeah, found it a little bit of pity that uh, Solomon Bonat, uh, who came from Ajax Amsterdam uh, three years ago, didn't play in in the Pokal because. Uh, <laughs> He showed the other three very good tackles in a row at a test game in the Leipzig Stadium. So it was really, really a good weekend. And it's great that the, uh, that the audience is finally back in the stadiums. Yeah, for, for any team, it's a great way to start their season. Going to the season, uh, a 4-0 win uh, in, the cup, in the cup game. So... The same happened with the, uh, uh, our team, Aaron. We won 3-0 against the same lower league team. But here, Haaland scoring all the three. Yeah. Your thoughts on the game? Yeah, so it was actually a really great match. I had watched it. So uh, from start to finish, like Dortmund were in domination. And uh, it was basically uh, Vahen Weisbaden just chasing around uh, the Dortmund players. Uh, Reina had an excellent game, which is very surprising because uh, I don't know, I wasn't so impressed with him last season for all his hype, but uh, he's really performing now. Uh, Rose has implemented him into the midfield now as a box-to-box midfielder and it's actually working wonders for him. I think the takeaway from that game basically is that Reina is is here and he's trying to make a statement that, uh, yes, I can play in this team, I can play in the starting eleven, and... Uh, Harden is, as usual, scoring goals for fun. Uh, his three goals, basically an indication that he wasn't slouching during the vacation and uh, he's been working on himself and his game. Yeah, personally for me, I don't want Haaland to score all the goals this season because the other fans will tell us that um, the team is only moving yeah. on because <laughs> of Haaland. Like that. Yeah, I, uh, for me, I want to see Royce getting back to his prime days this season. And yeah, in that match, my yeah, perspective yeah. on that match, Reina showed that, yeah, showed that yeah, he is also a perfect contender for the number seven jersey. It was his first match. 
as the number seven jersey, wearing the number seven jersey. So, guys, we talked about the transfers and the DFB pokal uh, so far. So, we are heading to the predictions for the upcoming season uh, and the preview because the uh, league is starting in just four days. So, let me ask Aaron here on his thoughts on the game against Frankfurt, which is the season opener for Dortmund. Yeah, so uh, Frankfurt, with the stark contrast with all the other Bundesliga clubs, they actually lost their match in the Pokal. So, they have been eliminated in the first round. Yeah, that's so a positive news I had watched the, I had watched the match. Yeah, so I guess it's a positive news. But uh, Kostic was not playing since he had a suspension. So, that was also one of their uh, drawbacks. But still, they were not very uh, compelling in their attack, in their defence, in their midfield play. I feel like uh, Dorton have a chance to start the season strong with a win, and we'll see. Yeah, let's hope we start the season with uh, three points in the back. So, uh, let me ask uh, Eric here on his thoughts against their match, Mainz versus Leipzig. So, they're starting the season from with a away game. So, your thoughts on the match, Eric? Will you be going to the match to watch it live? Um... I will watch it from home because uh, no away fans are permitted in this match. Um, what I think is the match will be a complete start from now. Um, although the Mainz coach is new, we are um, with a new tactic. And it's the first uh, match day. Nobody knows where he stands exactly. Um, Mainz had a pretty tough Pokal match versus Elversberg, uh, where they have come through in the penalty shootout, so they have 120 minutes in their legs, and also, uh, and also a day which is less rare. I start again. Um, they have 120 minutes in his leg, in their legs, and also a day less of recovery because we played on Saturday and day on Sunday. So, yeah, it will be a tough match, I think, but uh, um, another RB win wouldn't surprise me. So, uh, maybe a 2-1 for us. Yeah, the, the first game of the season comes to an away game. Yeah, it's both at stake. Any, anything can happen. Even though your, star, your team is so strong than the other, Anything can happen. That's football. So, Naran, what's your prediction on the league table? The top four, the top scorers. Uh, for me, uh, seeing Bayern slip up in the preseason, I think it's a really, really great chance for Dortmund because uh, there's a lot of thread on the Twitter saying that you know, Dortmund can win the Bundesliga this season with the likes of Marco Royce coming in. Uh, he gelled with the team so well. Daniel Mullen with the new signing code, blast away goals and assist with uh, the robot Erling Haaland. So anything can happen this season. So your thoughts on your thoughts on the prediction? Uh, yeah. So this season is going to be really crazy, and um, I, I just got that uh, that stat that only four of the managers of the previous season are managing the respective clubs this season. So the remaining all have changed. 
so that's just like uh, that's a that's really mad. crazy stat so yeah that's mad anything bro. can happen anything yeah. can happen and uh, yeah as usual every year i hope dortmund win the league i hope for bayern's domination to end so i'll be i'll be hoping for dortmund to get the number one position and uh, and uh, bayern and leipzig can fight for two and three i'm content with that what about four uh for number 4 uh, i'd like to say wolfsburg but i have a feeling that uh, union bolin might surprise us once again like how they surprised us surprised us last season they might come in fourth it's a very crazy prediction but i have a feeling yeah uh, we'll be doing this podcast till the end of the season so i'll be marking the aaron's crazy prediction on my word document and let's see at the end of the season if aaron's prediction gets right So let me ask Eric here on his prediction. Yeah. Um also um every one already know uh, already know that Bayern uh won't be stopped and will win their 10th championship in a row. Um I have a little hope that it comes uh our way and so yeah. I think um it will be surprisingly us um who win the title and Bayern and Dortmund will be battling for positions 2 and 3 and on the fourth position I um maybe see Eintracht Frankfurt uh, I'll be noting Eriks prediction too because Eriks's prediction is also a wild one a crazy one uh leipzig winning the league but i don't uh, i can see them winning the league but in the likes of dortmund and bayern it's hard for them uh, either dortmund or bayern should slip up uh, in the middle of the season so that like like last season because uh, dortmund slipped up in the middle in the middle of the season and leipzig grabbed their chances and went on to finish second so if erik's prediction is going to happen the, the same thing is Uh, is going to happen this season like bayern or dortmund is going to uh, slip up and losing that chance anything like anything can happen anything can happen in the game that's why it's called the beautiful game yeah uh, we can say a lot of things about the game about the team about the player but the player and the team the in the 90 minutes anything can happen so let's finish off the episode by saying anything can happen so i'm going to pay, make this epi- the title anything can happen because yeah that that crash that uh that thing uh, aaron said is very crazy man only four managers are currently managing their team from last season all the other managers have been uh, changed like fired and changed so it's going to be a great season again in the bundesliga but let's hope uh, the fans from all over the world sees the bundesliga as one of the competitive leagues because b- before the past two seasons they trolled us as the farmers league but we showed them what bundesliga is last season with the champions league performance of our teams so i think for me after bundesliga uh, league one uberich league is gonna come out as the best league this season other than premier league and la liga because messi is arrival at psg a uh, lot of things is happening on the league one every team is playing so well 
So guys, we're coming to the end of the podcast, end of the episode. Uh, Palaji, I think I think you forgot the top scorers of the uh, teams. Oh, oh, sorry, top scorer sorry, prediction. Sorry. Yeah, uh, for me it's going to be Erling Haaland. So Aaron, uh, I bet you you are going to yes, say Erling same Haaland. Haaland. Behind yeah. the machine. Behind yeah. the machine. For me personally, I think uh, Robert Lewandowski is going to get an injury like that. Something he is going to set back this season because he uh, he broke the Gerd Muller record last season, with, which is mad scoring forty goals in a, in the in a season. It's so mad. I think he is the most unlucky player because he didn't uh, he was deserved to get the Ballon d'Or that season, but it got cancelled out. So. Eric, your thoughts on the top scorers? Please don't say Andre Silva. Um, Silva could be, but I'm not sure about that. Um, I'm already sure that Lewandowski will smash the smash the records this season again, and although he won't reach his own record now, and I think he will be the top scorer at the end of the season. And then maybe Haaland in second and another one uh, in third, like a silver or another. That's my thought on this. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, we've wrapped up the predictions. So thank you for reminding me, Aaron, about the top scorer prediction. I was uh, talking about the leagues. So, Eric, this is maybe out of the topic, but what what was your feeling? When you heard the news that Messi is joining PSG today, I felt completely awkward because <laughs> um, I I remember watching Bayern losing in the Camp Nou in two thousand eight two thousand nine to Barcelona away in the four in the Champions League quarterfinals with a complete uh, on fire Messi playing for Barcelona. Uh, remember, he was 21 years old at the time. And now this uh, football legend is going from uh, from the most biggest club in Spain uh, of a Real Madrid um, to Paris Saint-Germain, which are financed by Qataris. Uh, yeah. Completely awkward from a club which was a, a which was once a worker club to a found in nineteen seventy club who was uh, yeah pampered with millions over the last years. That's completely awkward. Can't understand it, but that's the modern game. That's football today. Yeah, well, in the world only some of the teams can afford Messi and. Paris Saint Germain are the leading one. I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, I don't get it. Why? Because uh, Manchester. Uh, yeah, we are going out of the topic. Because uh, yeah, we are losing. We didn't have a Bayern fan to talk about Bayern, so we are going out of the topic for uh, for like ten five minutes. So I don't think. Uh, is there any financial fair play rules that applies PSG to not sign Messi? Your thoughts, Aaron? Uh, no, no, nothing like that. Uh, so, PSG have been given a fair run. So, they can buy and sign whoever they want and they can spend how much ever they want. Yeah, okay. So, 
uh, UEFA should look into PSG's transfers and make something, uh, some rules so that the other teams will be uh, playing fairly. So we are coming to the end of the episode. So thank you guys. Thank you, Eric. And thank you, Aaron, for your time. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Bye.